Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Build with BBB podcast. My name is Jake Kelly. I'm the video production coordinator here at Better Business Bureau serving Central Oklahoma. And today we have a very exciting, very informative series on taxes and tax resolution for uh, large and small businesses alike. And we have a very exciting guest with us today, Travis Watkins of Travis Watkins Resolution and Accounting Firm. How are you, Travis? I'm doing great, Jake. Thanks for having me on. And uh, we'll, we'll try to not make it so taxy. Yes, yeah. So taxing, I guess. Yeah, well, we had generic. a brief we had a brief conversation before and uh, you're incredibly personable. I love hearing you talk about taxes and tax resolution and you seem to really care about what you do and your clients. So if you don't mind, let's hear a little bit about your business. Yeah, you bet. Well, um, I've been an attorney. I'm a tax attorney by trade. Um, I've been an attorney since 1999. And uh, somewhere around 2005, I guess, I took some continuing education with a uh, CPA out of the state of Colorado. Uh, He was offering some kind of new stuff uh, as it related to uh, this tax resolution niche and what that is, just so that we can kind of clear those things up from the the get-go. Tax resolution is not necessarily like tax planning. That's what a lot of tax attorneys and CPAs do Mm -hmm. or um, ongoing tax preparation uh, per se, but uh, it's it's really folks that are, I I always say, we's in trouble now with the IRS. Um, (laughs) It's it's the the die is cast, the Mm -hmm. planning is over, and now it's time to make sure uh, that, that we're not being completely mistreated by yeah. the Internal Revenue Service. Right. So I started that in about 2005 and been doing that. Uh, that quickly took over my entire practice. And 2011, then uh, we started doing this just nothing but tax resolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and you are an accredited business, which we're excited about, obviously. How long have you been accredited with the Better Business Bureau? Yes, it was one of the first things that I did right out of the gate when I went on my own. I was a mid-sized law firm, and then when I went out on my own, you know, incorporating my business and setting all all things up for uh, for financials and, and tax things, that was one of my first calls was uh, to to get set up and accredited mm-hmm. with the Better Business Bureau. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, we really love to provide all of our accredited accredited businesses with as many resources and information as we can. And I think it's great that we have you here today to talk tax and tax resolution, because I think that's something that stresses a lot of small business owners out, especially, Um, and even people who are thinking about starting a business in Mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think today in this uh, episode one of this uh, tax series, we're just going to kind of briefly go over some of the the general types of uh, of, of taxes and how you form uh, a business and and things like that. So, could you tell us a little bit about um, some of the different types of of taxes there are and how businesses might form around those? Absolutely. Well, uh, the the backdrop to all of this right now is uh, I think is very timely because I, I had some statistics here. Nearly five point. Four million applications were filed to form new businesses 
in 2021, the most of any year on record based on the latest data from Census Bureau's business formation statistics. Wow. The exceptional pace means there were roughly 1.9 million more business applications in 2021. That's a 53% increase from 2019 and a notable improvement on that, especially strong year for economic performance. Nearly a third or 1.8 million applications were for likely employer businesses, a subject of total applications capturing those most likely to hire employees if and when a business becomes operational. In other words, application for businesses likely to hire employees rose in every single state in uh 2021 so that's, that's the backdrop that's in, that's that's yeah, like it's really incredible yeah and like i don't, i, I I know that, uh, that that we've seen a lot of growth in the people that are becoming uh, accredited with us, and I'm sure that you've seen this yourself. People coming to you asking for for help with their taxes or help yeah. with the IRS. Yeah, absolutely. And kind of the, the the stressful thing about that is, you know, a lot of these employee or employers now newfound employers yeah. uh, don't have that uh, backdrop you know they've been w2 employees themselves mm. maybe uh-huh. uh, they don't really teach this in school uh, yeah. <laughs> you know when, when you do a deal like uh, a lot of folks in the pandemic were, were doing jobs for hire and, mm-hmm. and, and you know drop shipping and things like that they don't tell you uh, all those plethora of taxes that are are due and yeah. compliance issues mm-hmm. you're just uh, you find out about them kind of on the fly <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's overwhelming i it think for a lot of is. businesses so yeah, if you could run us. Let me run through those yeah. types. Yeah. So uh, some of these are designations uh, mm-hmm. from the IRS and other ones are just uh, more things that I've just kind of put together yeah. uh, of, of the plethora of taxes that, that could be due for a company. But sole proprietors are a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are single member LLCs, partners in LLCs, freelancers, independent contractors. Uh, if you are one of these people, um, it, it's probably the least complicated one, I guess. You mm-hmm. kind of just, uh, by default with the IRS, that's what you are. You file on a Form 1040, that's an individual tax return, and you file what's called a Schedule C. Mm-hmm. And those are your business expenses okay. uh, that you get to take off from your gross uh, you know, received monies there. So. Uh, those are filed uh, April the 15th, or a lot of folks file a timely extension, yeah. <laughs> uh, October the 15th uh, for those folks, and you, you pay self-employment tax with this uh, deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it, like I said, it's, it's kind of just the default. Yeah. And I have a, actually yeah. have a, a question sure. on, on that, and it'll probably bleed into some of these other things. When you are starting a business or a business is, is trying to get started. Yep trying to estimate those taxes and trying to figure out how much of this, how much of my revenue do I need to set aside for those quarterly taxes Mm -hmm. uh, that I'm eventually going to have due. Right. And that's a tough uh, act to do on Mm -hmm. your own um, without any, you know, bookkeeping that's going on at the time. Mm -hmm. So usually your quarterly taxes are just what they sound like one fourth of what you owed last year for Mm -hmm. a sole proprietor. However, you've got this new element here, which is business expenses that are being taken away from that and probably more income if things are going well for uh-huh. you than, than you've had to deal with before. So, um, yeah, it's difficult to do to eyeball that. Uh, there's no real good rule of thumb mm-hmm. to, you know, a lot of, a lot of professionals say, uh, you, you know, maximum 37% because that's the top, mm-hmm. uh, that's the top tax rate mm-hmm. there that's not a bad rule of thumb but it's not you know it's not perfect yeah uh, especially when you're just starting out yeah 
Yeah, that's interesting because I think that um, it, like we've been talking about, it's a little overwhelming if you're thinking about starting a business and it's like, how do I prepare myself for sure. all of all of this that's to come? And, and especially if you're a sole proprietor yeah. or you're a contractor, mm-hmm. you're worrying about other things yeah. other than making sure you're paying what you owe the IRS. Absolutely. And, and this will really come home as we can th- yeah. go yeah. through these other I'm, ones. I'm interested to hear. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the, the next most popular one is pass through or subchapter S. And uh, that is just like it sounds, the money that comes to the business, uh, it passes through after expenses to the individual and the taxes there are filed on an 1120 typically tax return. That's a business tax return. And, uh, you get, uh, whatever monies were going directly to the owner, uh, via dividend or a draw or anything like that is all reflected in what's called a K-1 statement. It's like a W-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's the employer's version of a W-2 for uh, other employees. Now, lots of tax benefits to this one, too many to go through in this in this quick flyby. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's the one that you probably want to be in unless maybe you're like in real estate where you don't mm-hmm. pay uh, – Real estate folks don't pay um, Social Security on mm-hmm. rental income, mm-hmm. things like that. There's lots of tax benefits, but virtually every service and goods uh, company uh, of any magnitude whatsoever is probably going to want to be a subchapter mm-hmm. S. There's, it's called uh, single taxation. It's only taxed one time, and that's on its way through to the to the individual. Mm-hmm. Whereas that other one that I talked about, sole props and C corps, mm-hmm. uh, same thing. Uh, it's taxed. Uh, the, it's taxed at the company level. Mm-hmm. It's also taxed on the individual level as it goes down to to the owners oh, wow, yeah. uh, and and uh, shareholders. So, mm-hmm. uh, big difference there. So uh, that. That one's due March the 15th. A lot of people get confused about that one. Uh-huh. Uh, you can extend it, but it doesn't extend to October. It extends to only one month, to oh, April wow. yeah. the 15th. So a lot of people get stuck <laughs> with that deal, too. So oh, yeah. just know that, that, that there's a difference there. Mm-hmm. Uh, other taxes that you're going to get as a business owner, sales tax uh, on goods and likely at some point they're going to do services, too. Oh, wow. uh, our yeah. sister states of Kansas and Texas. Mm-hmm. They do service tax, sales yes. tax, which is brutal. So, and so what would what would be included in some of those services that you're talking about that, anything, that could eventually... Anything, really. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> from from con- uh, contractors to physicians to lawyers to accountants mm-hmm. uh, to anybody. Uh, yeah. Services is, is going to be pretty broad if Oklahoma were to ever adopt that, and we know that because of Kansas and Texas oh, well, and yeah. other states. Yeah. So that's that's something to look out for. Property tax, if mm-hmm. uh, and, and that's real and and uh, business property, so not oh. just real property, okay. but uh, your, your business assets as well. Mm-hmm. Excise tax, uh, federal and state based on use or consumption like fuel tax, mm-hmm. um, transportation, communications, another one. Um, be on the lookout for that. And now the big one, if you have, um, employees, you're going to be facing employment or payroll Mm -hmm. taxes. And this is a, this is a pretty big one. Like you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. So I think a lot of people are going to be interested in this because this can trip a lot of people up. For sure. 
And let me kind of cir- to circle back to um, on subchapter S. So if you're a, a subchapter S corporation, uh, there's this new deal now that they've changed in the last decade where you've got to pay yourself a reasonable salary. So you are going to become an employee if you're a subchapter S of your own company oh. for some aspect yeah. of, of that uh, pay that you pay yourself. So you're going to have to pay payroll taxes on that portion. Mm-hmm. The other part, dividends, that's a different matter, but just know that. So yes, payroll taxes, big deal, um, applies to employees, including yourself at some level as an owner. And not to get too complicated, but there's really two parts of of payroll tax. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's the employer portion, and that is uh, what, what the employer pays. And then there's withholding portion, which is what uh, the employer is holding on behalf of the employee. Okay. Mm. So just know that generally um, it's federal income tax withholding is from the employee's pay. FICA taxes are uh, for Social Security and Medicare, uh, half by the employee withholding, half by the employer. Mm-hmm. Federal unemployment or FUTA, FUTA taxes by employers only. Um, and this has a personal liability element for like, this. This is ta- my tax resolution hat coming yeah. on here. Um, if you get behind on these things, uh, yeah. they can come after the owner for a portion of that tax, and they can come after you individually for that. So, wow, these are you know things that nobody teaches you about. This is what mm-hmm. what I was talking about, and you've got to be aware of those things with severe severe penalties. They yeah. that each business can have a different type of or, or time period when they have to pay these things. Most of it, they would like to see it electronically paid. Mm-hmm. Um, just be aware. That's, yeah. a, that's a big deal. Yeah. And like you were saying, like nobody teaches people these things. No. And if you are, if you're somebody who is, who is passionate about something and, and, you know, going back to some of those service taxes mm-hmm. that could be on the horizon. Yes. Usually, a lot of times, those are people who are passionate about something. I think of, um, I myself had tried to start a videography business mm-hmm. and had learned that that was those services could be taxed. Yes. And that was a shock to, and I had no idea because all I wanted to do was make videos for people and tell people's stories. And then I'm introduced to all of these taxes. Right. And what a shock. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and <laughs> I didn't learn about any of those. Yeah. And so if, if, Somebody is wanting to get more information, get some resources to kind of help navigate mm-hmm. through some of these things. What what are some things that you recommend people do? I would think in in uh, finished with the end in mind, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that these taxes, like those deadlines I went through, uh, those are going to be due every year. So take it upon yourself early to uh, get yourself a professional mm-hmm. um, on, on these that's going to be filing those business returns, especially. Uh, they should have some type of a bookkeeping element mm-hmm. to them so that, that you can keep and track and be able to uh, not only know about what your taxes are going to be looking like every uh, every period, but also what your uh, what your profitability is going to mm. look like and, and sustainability yeah. as uh, as a new business owner mm-hmm. to uh, pursue your passion because yes. uh, the IRS doesn't care about the passion. Right. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, uh, hand, hand me that money. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's start with the begin uh, begin with the end in mind mm-hmm. and, and get yourself a uh, a licensed uh, local tax mm-hmm. person to help you out with not only the taxes, 
the bookkeeping, the profits and losses. That's a big part of every viable business. Yeah. Um, if you don't know these numbers, I, I just you're setting yourself up for so much failure. Right. Yeah. So there's so much more that goes into some of that pre-planning than people even realize. Right. Yeah. Picking the right uh, corporate form. Yeah. We just talked about. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. A lot of our clients come in, and I can tell you from 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 the tax problem perspective. I would say I don't know what the number is, but uh, I'd, I'd say at least eighty percent of them don't aren't aren't in the right type of corporate form. Oh wow! Uh, they're not being taxed properly. They're uh, in the incorrect form. They're, most of them are are running things as a sole prop, mm-hmm. um, not not doing things correctly. There, they're they're paying d- that double taxation where oh. they don't need to be paying double taxation. They yeah. don't need to be paying self-employment tax. Mm-hmm. You know, they pay themselves a reasonable salary, as I mentioned. Mm-hmm. The rest is, uh, you know, dividend, profit, uh, taxed in a different manner. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, all of this is incredible and it's so useful, like all this information. And um, I'm sure that there's so much more that we can talk about even as your as businesses think about getting themselves set up Absolutely. Um, and as they're moving forward. And we'll get to talk about uh, some of those things and, and uh, get to talk with you, Travis, um, in uh, a couple of other episodes of the, this, this podcast. But before we head out, um, where can people find you if they have questions Yes, um, about any of this. All of this is uh, broken down in blog form or, or uh, some type of an article or video even. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel out there that's under Travis Watkins. Uh, TravisWatkins.com is our website uh, where the blogs, the articles, and the uh, tools to, to help you with these things that we're talking about right here. Or just the old-fashioned way. Give us a call, 844-958-1178. Well, Travis, thank you so much for sitting down and talking with us about all this. It's, uh, and I look forward to continuing the conversation on the next couple of episodes. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for joining us. And um, we, will, we will talk to our audience and everybody um, on the next episode. Thank Sounds you, great, Jay. Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Bye.